0: So could you mind? <laughs> Alright. And welcome. It's episode 113.
1: And i mean And this is the only podcast that says...
0: I'm not going to say it. It's going to come straight from the man's mouth.
2: Will he offer me his mouth? Yes Will he offer me his teeth? Yes Will he offer me his jaws? Yes Will he offer me his hunger? Yes Again Will he offer me his hunger? Yes And will he starve without me? Yes And does he love me? Yes Summer night would you offer your throat to the wolf with the red roses? Yes. I bet you say that to all the boys.
0: Little hot summer night from Meatloaf. Yeah. I've chosen this because I apparently you're unaware. Jim Steinem has passed away. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Huh. Yeah, he when was, did uh, that happen? Um April twentieth. So that was what, Tuesday. Holy hell. He was seventy three. Wow. Um but I mean this was a guy, I mean for he gave us two of the greatest records of all time in Bat Out of Hell 1 and 2. Um, he also wrote Total Eclipse of the Heart performed by Bonnie Tyler. He, he wrote uh, <laughs> Making Love Out of Nothing at All, the only air supply song I fucking love,
2: mm-hmm.
0: which was later remade by Bonnie Tyler in a much better version. Um, he, he did a, he wrote that one song for Celine Dion Plus, he, he, he you know the songs from uh the movie Streets of Fire, right? You know th- this was a guy like he he was known as the Lord of Excess, and like if you l- listen to his his music, it was bombastic. It was. I always compared it to like rock opera.
1: Yeah, that's what it was.
0: Yeah. Like, I always viewed it that way. The the music of of Jim Steinem was rock opera. And I fucking love Jim Steinem's music. And there's like very few that come even anywhere close. Like, I, I wouldn't even say Queen because Queen, like, you know, you listen to Bohemian Rhapsody and clearly that's a rock opera, but. (laughs) <laughs> you know that Queen, Queen was multifaceted with what they did. Like he, his style of music was ve- was very over the top. It was it was almost like it was meant to be a musical,
1: right?
0: You know, and he did write musicals. He he wrote um he he wrote a musical called Whistle Down the Wind with Andrew Lloyd Webber. Mm. Um, and the music from that is very. Meatloaf-esque uh, So like This one hurt a little
1: Yeah it sucks
0: Yeah
1: Yeah for sure It was the first
0: His That Out of Hell was the first album to have Like The writer's name On the front cover Yeah It was like Meatloaf, That Out of Hell Written by Jim Steinem Right. You know. Which is like an impressive thing, in my opinion. It is. You know? It is. Yeah. They they meatloaf, not even meatloaf feel that way, but like, you know, like they all felt that way strong enough that Jim need to be on the his name need to be on the the front of that cover. Yeah.
1: It's a great cover too.
0: <laughs> oh yeah. Both of those, like battle hell one and two, both of those covers are amazing. Mm. I don't know who painted that. But that's it, it, like just fantastic.
1: Yeah, yeah. That's pretty cool.
0: Yeah. But the dude was one of a fucking kind, that's for sure. Yeah, for sure. You know? Awesome I'm I'm making far more waves in the passing of Jim Steinem was the passing of shock shock G.
1: Yeah, that's crazy, right?
0: Yeah, like <laughs> like Jim Steinem like wrote all this amazing music. I'm not putting down Shock G. I mean, Humpty Dance is amazing. You know, there are other stuff that was done with Digital Underground. That, that like if you dig into Digital Underground, Digital Underground did some amazing shit. But like for the most part, like you know, the dude's known as you know for the Humpty Dance. You yeah. Know? You know, and Jim Steinem like wrote all this amazing music, and it was like. A blip on the radar, but you know, Shock G, like people were like posting tributes to. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. I did, I didn't know Shock G had that many fans. Man. Like, I'm not putting them down. Like, I I understand like Digital Underground's place in in like you know hip hop history is is solid and. They did some really experimental shit, and I I appreciate that. But it's like, you know, Jim Steinem was a fucking genius. Oh, yeah. You know, and it was like nowhere to be found on any of my timelines. Like three people mentioned it, you know.
1: Yeah. I didn't even see it.
0: Yeah. That's that's what I mean. Like, so, like, I mean, you didn't even think so. it, It made zero waves.
1: No, because I didn't I didn't even see it. I'm still kind of in shock by him by his passing. Yeah. That's crazy. It is. Hmm. Anyway.
0: Yeah. So how are you, sir?
1: I'm a little beat up, but I'm good.
0: Yeah. You're a working, man, this weekend. We're recording late on Sunday. Yeah, long week. Yeah. But uh Got your little old man hat on and everything.
1: Yeah. I like this hat. <laughs> I do. I like these hats. I've become yeah. an old man. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, they're really cool caps. Yeah. A little, little pricey, but. Uh... They're made by a company called Boston Scully so Yeah I have a number of them
0: If I ever move away from the ball cap Which mm. I don't think I ever will But if I ever was to I would go Fedora Fedora? <laughs> yeah, I'm going straight up Fedora
1: Nice
0: Yeah Like full on Indiana Jones Fedora Nice Yeah Okay, I get that. I had one way back in the day. Like, yeah. Like when I was a teenager. I, I rocked like I had like this one outfit. And it was like like these white pants <laughs> with with a like a, a neon pink shirt and I had the Don Johnson jacket. Mm. And then I had like a a gray fedora. With like a neon pink band Yeah That like I thought like I was just King shit (laughs) And uh I did not wear it well at all Like the entire ensemble was not meant For a man of like You know at the time I was You know 250 I was in shape I was in shape 250 But you know It was not meant to be worn by a man of my girth (laughs) Right You know (laughs) <laughs> but yeah like, like someday I hope I like Hit that Asian maturity where like I just go like A fedora and a duster Yeah You know I just want to reach that point in my life Where I could just like say fuck it I'm just I want to walk around in a fedora And a duster There you go You know <laughs>
1: <laughs> No I like the hats I like The uh, scullies are pretty, pretty. I like them. Yeah, they fit well. This one's a little small, but I have some, you know, normal, not normal ones. It's just this was an extra large. It just, it just runs this size. This type of peaky like runs smaller. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I'm into them. It's cool. No, the only thing it sucks in the winter. I mean, like I wore it a couple times this winter, but. I had to go for the, the old tassel in the winter because it yeah. doesn't cover the ears. You have to almost get earmuffs with these or or like, you know, wrap around.
2: Yeah.
0: To wear with them, but
1: because your ears freeze, keeps the head top of your head
0: nice and warm. But I mean,
1: your ears freeze.
0: I I never like the tassel cap. Yeah. Never never my gig. Like I, I'm gonna try to let my ears freeze and just wear a ball cap.
1: Yeah, well, when you're waiting for a shuttle On the top of the peat.
0: Yeah, a little different story
1: Yeah, <laughs> freezing your ass yeah. off <clears throat> But, um, yeah, so Yeah, I've been doing much of anything I... Just watching some TV
0: Yeah Did you watch the finale of Falcon and the Winter Soldier? Tonight's episode? Yeah, the one that no. debuted on Friday. Yeah. Was it Friday? Yeah. It debuted on Friday.
1: Was it the finale? Yeah. How did it begin?
0: Um. Sam and Bucky separately trying they're trying to get to the the. The GRC meeting in New York. No, did not watch it. Yet. Okay, Sam shows up in the uh, the new suit. Nah. Okay. No, nope, did not see it. Was it good? Yeah, it was. It was. I I enjoyed it. Um.
1: Yeah.
0: It gets a little political, but the entire show's been very, you know.
1: Well, it's been ripe with political. <laughs> yeah.
0: So I mean, so it ends yeah. very politically as well. Um. Yeah. But I, I thought overall I, I liked it. Um, I mean, I, I like the reveal. The, the I like I like Sam's costume. It's right out of the comic book. That's cool. Yeah, I mean, it's like you know, right out, of, right out of the comic book. I was like, wow, that's impressive.
1: Yeah. You know? Yeah, that's that's cool. I'll, I'll watch it. Yeah. I started watching uh, the. Uh, my my days are all screwed up the, yeah. the nevers
0: okay yeah
1: <laughs> i don't know if it'll be renewed for a second season <laughs> yeah uh i like it
0: yeah, yeah it's heard
1: pretty good about it yeah it's it's good so yeah i start... watched it.
0: Uh... oh go ahead go ahead no
1: okay. go right. i was just saying i watched that it's really good
0: yeah i i started watching stargate sg1 I think you already watched Stargate. No, I never. I I never. Like it was. That was one of those shows. It started off on Showtime. Like the first two or three seasons were on Showtime only. So I never saw like the first how it began. Right. And so because I like I'd catch episodes here and there, but it was like a a show I like because I knew at least knew the the beginnings of the mythology. I kind of could follow along, Mm. but like. I never, like, watched, like, complete seasons. I'd, like, watch, like, three or four episodes and it'd fall off and come back. So I, I always wish I could start from the beginning with that show and watch it all the way through. Now, the problem is it's ten fucking seasons. But, yeah, that's uh, a
1: long fucking run there.
0: Yeah. But wow. yeah, it's like, I think I looked it up. It's, like, 219 episodes or some shit. But, uh... <laughs> so, I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll be breaking this up. Like, you know, I'll, like, like take a run for it for a while. And I'm like... Eh, I'll take a week off or two and come back to it, you know. But um Yeah. So I started watching that and then uh I decided yesterday I was gonna take a break from it, and I started watching the new Netflix show Shadow and Bone. Okay. And I got to about episode four and said, Yeah, I think I'm fucking done with this.
1: What is that? It,
0: It's this very weird show about this world where, like, there's this thing called the Fold, and it's, like, this this big cloud of darkness, and there's these evil, like, flying lizard things in there that'll kill you. Right. And, but it it separates this country, it cuts this country in half. And there are ways through the fold, but it's dangerous. And, um, but like, and it's also a world where, like, you know, certain people have powers. Like they can, you know, the wind or fire, or there's some that are healers. But apparently, there's one girl, she's special. She has the power of the sun. And, I mean, it, it was like, it's just like, I'm trying to watch it, and, like, it's, like, this thing with like, you know, it looks like Netflix spent a lot of money on this, but fuck, this sucks. Like, I just keep not get into it. Hmm. Like I said, I got to, like, the fourth episode, and I was just, like, man, I would much rather, like, you know, watch anything else. <laughs> so why am I hate watching it? So I fucking turned it off and went back to watching SG-1. Yeah. <laughs> um so i do not recommend like from what i've watched from like this this shadow and bone i don't recommend it now you know it might be somebody else's cup of tea it was not mine i just could not get into it yeah you know the um
1: (coughs) the um as with mine uh it's a pretty good pace yeah um I liked where I can't believe I'm saying this. I like where Joss Whedon was taking this. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. It's oh. Victorian era, like steampunkish. Yeah. Powers, um, a lot to be yet. Like you, you kind of don't know what the fuck's going on at some points. You know what I mean? Right. Like, you have to wait for it to be revealed. Um, but you know it's adult. Um, I, I like it a lot. Yeah, I, it's it's really good fight yeah. scenes are are good, you yeah. know. Um, yes, yeah, so I, I really dig it. Makeup's incredible. Costuming yeah. is incredible. Um, yeah, it's it's really good. When we watched the first episode and we're like, wow, that was good. You know, I was yeah. like, wow, I'm, 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 I'm really into this. I can, I can get into this show and I guess created and produced. Directed by Josh Whedon. <laughs> you know, and we're like, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> well, that's the thing. It sucks. It's like yeah, he's a very good. he's a very talented man. Yeah, like are you think he's written and directed a ton of stuff that we all love, but it's like, yeah, why do you gotta be a scumbag? Yeah, why? You know, you know that's that's the thing.
1: So, um. Yeah, watch that, and then, um, oh, Mortal Kombat.
0: I did not get a chance to watch that. I was going to watch it How? today. How? Well, it's just one of those things that just got away <laughs> from me. Like, I should have watched it yesterday, but I was watching that that stupid Phone, bone. And, well, then I decided, well, then I went, I'm going to go watch SG-1. I'm just, you know. I'm laying on the couch and I got a comforter on and I got Sabine laying on me and it was just like oh this is this is this is living the life right here, you know. Yeah.
1: Mm. I won't say anything.
0: Yeah. I've I've heard I've heard mixed reviews and I've heard I've seen some people say it's very, very good. I've heard some people say it's it's a load of shit, and I've heard some people say it's not bad. I've, so I've heard a lot of mixed Reaction to this What's your reaction to it Like did you like it did you enjoy it
1: Mm. It was better than the first one
0: Okay (laughs) That's setting the bar very low Yeah
1: um. I don't know I, I don't know right? They should have just kept it I don't know I, I can say this It got worse as it went on Okay Do you know what I mean? Yeah Like it started off so freaking good Yeah And like I was Dude The first 10 minutes I was like Sold Yeah In, You hooked me. This is, like, perfect. I'm loving this, you know? Right. And then it just, and then it was good, and and then it was good, and then it just kind of, it didn't fall off a cliff. It was like a, I don't know, slowly downhill. Yeah. I don't know. (laughs) I don't know. There were certain parts I loved, and there were certain parts I hated. I don't know. Yeah. So, I mean, that's all I got to say about it. I mean, as a movie, I'd give it a C. Yeah. Um, Effect-wise, it was pretty damn good. I mean, I have to give it that. But, you know, you invested so much. I mean, just, you'll see. When you watch the first ten minutes, you'll be like, I think, knowing you, you're going to be like, I want to see this story, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah, because it's, you know, it's really good
0: that first. That's infuriating. That first when like you're thinking yourself, like, there's a much better story to be told, but instead they told this one.
1: I mean, they did it. I mean, the story was okay, and I got it. It just got just got weird, like hmm, halfway to, and then all the way to the end. Yeah, like it, it just. I'm telling you the first 10 minutes I would have paid top dollar to see that in the movie theater. Yeah. I mean, I just wanted, I wanted that 10 minutes. Like I just kept, I, maybe I just kept wanting it back. You know, it was just, it was just, it was just really good. Um, so yeah, I mean, there were certain parts that I really liked and there were certain parts that, um, I didn't, you know,
0: Yeah.
1: And Sonya can't act in this either. Whoever played her. It's horrible. <laughs> um, but uh, there were some things I liked. I mean I, yeah. I liked the Kano Kano character. Yeah. So it just we'll talk about it more next week, but it was just um I don't know. <laughs> I I don't I mean, as a fan of Mortal Kombat, I appreciated a lot of things. I mean, how can you not? If visually it's there, you're going to appreciate the things that you do see. Right. You know, but the way it's, it was very, very misleading because the way they set it up, I was like, oh my goodness, that's badass. Oh, he's doing, you know, this falls into play and I know why he's using this and I cannot wait to watch the rest of this movie. And, and then it just, you know, it just went to hell. Yeah, <laughs> literally.
0: So like, I, I think... guess here's a the question then: like, based upon your anticipation from watching that 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 trailer, that first. Oh, trailer, I thought
1: it was going to be five star. The trailer—they did a good job on the trailer.
0: So, ba- but based upon your anticipation from the trailer, like, what's your level of disappointment then?
1: Nah, I'm about middle of the road. Okay. Yeah. Um, because there were so many cool parts in it that I really like fucking enjoyed. Yeah. You know, but then there were other parts where I was like, mm, yeah. Mm-mm. Nope. <laughs> and like <laughs> yeah, and like, yeah, and like, and you can look this up on your phone right now if you want, but, um, like, one of my favorite characters, we we had this conversation in my house the other day. Probably my favorite character of the original Mortal Kombat game was Raiden. Yeah. Um, that's who I used mostly, was Raiden. And if I didn't use Raiden, I went to Scorpion. Those are my two go-to people in the, in the original arcade version. Right. All right. So when I went to the second arcade version, I still used Raiden and Scorpion, of course. I got into some Sub Zero, and uh, but I had mastered Johnny Cage, mm-hmm. pretty much, which I didn't even like Johnny Cage. He um, was just I don't know why, just I don't know, it just came natural for me for his moves. I don't, you right. know. But my favorite character, all of them, even the backstory, was Kung Lao. I thought this is the fucking baddest thing I've ever seen on screen. So if you look up Kung Lao from Mortal Kombat, mm-hmm. certain poses he is, he looks good. Other poses he looks like fucking Buddy Lee. And I could <laughs> I could I couldn't get past it. Look yeah. at look at him up. Look up Kung Lao, the new Mortal Kombat movie. Images. I just could not get Buddy Lee out of my head. I don't know why. I don't know if it's the shape of his face.
0: Uh, Let's see here. Uh, I see
1: where you're going with that, yeah. I could not, dude. I I just couldn't. Like my picture of Kung Lao is not like I don't know, just very different. Yeah. You know I, mean? I mean I liked the hat and I like the getup and stuff. It was just very different than what I pictured he would be. Maybe a little taller or something. I he just came across like Buddy Lee. And I just couldn't I just couldn't get the image out of my head. Yeah. But that's not why I didn't like the movie. There was there was a lot of things wrong with this movie. Yeah. But, uh, a lot of things. But there was a lot of visual things that were really good.
0: <sighs> All right. Well. Like,
1: and I'll say this: the way they portrayed mm-hmm. Sub Zero was amazing. Like, yeah. That's the way I think he should have been portrayed. Like he was. He was. He was just. He was amazing. Like. It just could have been so good. Just ah, I don't know. That's
0: it. That's all I got. Okay. here's some interesting information. Um, Netflix is apparently closing a deal to present a Kiss biopic. Now, I mean, if, if we recall, I, you know, the, the, when they did the Motley Crue one, we, you and I both raved about it. And as did many other people, we, we, we raved about how good that was. So, I guess coming off of that success, they decided to, to you know, get in the business with uh, Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley, who are going to be closely uh, cooperating in the production of this movie. Which will focus on the, that duo going back to when they were two misfit kids from Queens, who formed an unlikely friendship. So I, I, I guess first off is further <laughs> you don't even think this is a good idea, but how badly do you think they're going to portray Peter, Chris, and Ace freely? Yeah. And how how pumped up are they gonna make Gene and Paul? <laughs> right, I know. I, I know, I know.
1: That's all on Gene Simmons.
0: I I mean, I could hear like you. Know, it's all
1: all what he says he wants to do with it.
0: <laughs> so we're going to make a movie about the band Kiss, my band. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the thing. <laughs> yeah. Who do we have To play Gene Simmons
1: The funny thing is Nobody in their room Remotely in this world looks like either one of them
0: (laughs) No No you're right
1: No I mean like they are so distinct Yeah In their look You know what I mean Like I just don't know. I, we'll see. I don't know. I mean, is there, I know there's Kiss Army and I, I mean, I, I get it. There's still some Kiss Army left and there's, um, you, you know what I mean? Like, is, is there really, you're tapping into an audience that's older than crew. Yeah. Do you understand what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, I mean, like, is that going to fly? I mean, at least with Crew, we're a little younger. (laughs) You know what I mean? Yeah. But Kiss is, I mean, that's before me. I mean, I came into Kiss at, what, Reason to Live, Rock and Roll All Night on Headbangers Ball, um the makeup was off. You know what I mean? That was, you know, the kiss, all the four albums that each one produced. Yeah. That was before my time.
0: Yeah. Um, 77, 78.
1: Yeah. It's just, I mean, yeah, I know Detroit rock city and I mean, I know a lot of kiss songs, but I, that, like I said, it was kind of like before my time, you know what I mean? I mean, my time was like, not a great time for Kiss, but I mean, like, "Heaven's on Fire" and you know, which is a good song. Um, like, I,
0: I I can honestly argue I think Kiss without makeup is better than Kiss with makeup musically. Yeah. Like I think I think I think the music they played was better during the '80s and the early '90s than it was in list. the '70s. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, like you know, I love that music from the '70s. <clears throat> I think the thing becomes with with this project, like with this band, is, you know, it's controlled by Gene Simmons. Yeah. You know, and. It it, Gene has made it very clear that, you know. He's not going to do anything to, to soil his or Paul Stanley's reputation. <laughs> right. And he, his, his disaffection for Peter Chris and Ace Freely is also well known. You know. Yeah. So like I, I just I can't imagine this being any more than like a you know Gene and Paul, you know, look at how great we were and we held these these two losers together long enough to take them to the top of the music industry. Yeah, I agree. You know, like I, I like, the thing about the Motley Crew, like that, what makes the Motley Crew biopic work is the fact that it's based off of a book that all four of them wrote and admitted to each other the yeah. faults that they all had.
1: Oh, for sure. Like, it's almost think, it was almost like like a cleansing
0: thing. <laughs> yeah, like it, it. It was literally like that book and that movie is like, yeah, it was fucking great to be Motley Crue, but it also sucked to be Motley Crue. Right. You know, and we're all at fault for that. Right. All four of us. And I just, I don't see Gene and Paul coming, stepping into the plate and saying, yeah, we, we had problems, but you know, some of it was on us. I, I I don't see that happening. It's going to, it's all going to be like, You know, Ace and Chris were such fucking problems. Yeah, right. You know, and, you know. I mean, are they
1: going to admit to drug use? Are they going to admit to Gene's fucking sleeping with 50,000? I mean, he was the Wilt Chamberlain of fucking rock and roll.
0: I think that's going to be, you know, front. I think that'll be front and center. That'll be like, you know, the thing that they take the most pride in. Like, I, like yeah. Gene Simmons still comes off as a guy who's like, I have no problem with my past whatsoever, as far as how many women I have slept with, and if it's possible, I will continue to do so. Right. Like, I mean, he, he like, that, that's, and I mean, I'm not saying he should have remorse, but I mean, like, <laughs> you know, it's like, that's all you have to offer, Gene. You're not gonna yeah. admit, you're not going to admit anything else? You know. Right. Well, I, mean, I I you, like, you know, don't I don't know. Whatever this is, like every other scene is going to have Gene Simmons with like a woman on his dick Right. Like, hey, we're trying to practice and Gene's like, you know, got got the bass up here and some broad down there. Like I mean, every other scene is just going to be that. Yeah. You know.
1: Yeah, I, I don't know. Maybe it's a story that needs to be told. Who knows? I don't know. I mean, I just, I don't know. I, I think that, I don't know, because I wasn't back in the, that time. Not that it was that long ago, but it, like I said, it was still before my time. I don't know how woven in KISS was to pop culture. Do you know what I mean?
0: Oh, Extremely. Like they, they're the first rock and roll band to like be pop culture. Like think, I mean, think yeah, about I it. guess you're right, but I mean, I mean like, than, like, like, like more than any other band. Like they had the action figures, they had you know, shitty movies, <laughs> you know, Kiss versus the the Phantom of the park. You know, I mean, what other band did shit like that?
1: Yeah, I guess you're right. I, mean, I was they, thinking they, they, more on crew with the, you know escapades of Tommy Lee and the women and Pam and Heather and Nikki six dying four times, to- three or four times. And you know what I mean? Like there was just uh, Vince and his craziness. Yeah, I mean, there was just, it was just that the crew was so insane. Like all the time, you know, there was always something, there was always something in the news about crew. Yeah. You know, we're I, bad. Yeah. Mostly bad. Yeah. But um I don't know if you can carry a storyline with Kiss like you could with Crew. Does that make
0: sense? Right. And how, long, and how far along are you gonna go too? Yeah. Because I don't want to say again, like Eric Carr is one of the greatest drummers of all time. Mm. And unfortunately he you know he passed away from throat cancer. Mm. And it's like, you know, are you gonna go that far, or are you just gonna cover the the makeup period, right? You know, and end it on a high note of, you know, this is this is the heights that we reached, you know. Right. We we were on the Paul Lynn Variety Hour. Oh man. You know, shit like, but that's like shit. Like, that was the shit that Kiss could do, like. Because of the makeup, because of everything, like, that, like, if the genius of Gene Simmons of making them these, like, these pop culture icons at that time with everything, you know, the Kiss comic book with their blood in the ink and shit like that, that shit's genius. Yeah. You know, but at the same time, I mean, you look back at it and it, like for you and I, like looking back at it, it's like they're a sideshow, like Guar. Yeah. yeah, you know. But if you take away the makeup, if you just listen to the music, if you if, like if I just play a Kiss song from like, you know, if I play sh- you know not maybe shout out loud, um, like Doctor Love. Yeah, that's a great song by itself. Like you, you don't need. But it, it that was what put them over the top of just being an average rock and roll band to being this pop culture explosion. Right, right. right. Was the makeup and the show, the lights, everything, the oh, lot. God. You know, they always say like Kiss is a better live show than they are recording. Right. And, you know,
1: they were good live. I, I...
0: So it's just it's one of those things. Like I just I, I feel like. You know, Crew gave us a, a biopic that was warts and all. Oh, yeah. And I don't think you're going to get that from this one.
1: No, I don't think so either. You know. That was one of the best things I've ever seen in my life. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt was
0: like, there are bi- Like, there are biopics. And, I mean, I've seen plenty of them, especially about rock bands. Mm. You know, and... All of them have, like, a different take. Like, I mean, Bohemian Rhapsody t- took it one way. Um, you know, Rocket Man took it a well, whole different direction, but still told a very good story. Dirt was just like, you know, this is Motley Crue.
1: <laughs> it wasn't, right? It was, like, yeah. pretty much in your fucking face, straight up, this is what we did.
0: <laughs> this is... This is 20 years of sex Drugs and rock and roll Yeah You know And the, God, only, the only band that could probably match that Is Led Zeppelin And yeah. nobody's telling that Biopic <laughs> <No>. <laughs> <You
1: know?
0: laughs>
1: I'm sure there was a snuff film made here and there I'm, No I'm just kidding
0: Nobody no, wants kidding. to see the Red Snapper incident on Netflix
1: Yeah <laughs> <laughs> No, but, um, yeah, but they just, they fucking lived it, dude. I mean, like, holy fuck.
0: Yeah, I just, I don't, I don't feel like, I don't see it
1: coming from Kiss.
0: Yeah, and especially with Gene and Paul being, you know, close consultants. I, I just, I don't see, like, those two guys being painted in a bad light whatsoever.
1: no. I find, I found it funny about the crew one though because they were all consultants on that film.
0: Right. They were. But and they all
1: had... had input and they were like, Yeah, we did this. Yeah, I fucked this up.
0: But that was the book too.
1: Yeah. And I was I was an asshole. Yeah. <laughs> I mean yeah, I fucked his girlfriend. Yeah. Yeah, I died. Yeah. mean? <laughs> <I can't...
0: laughs>
1: yeah, my hips are going bad. I really don't say much, but I'm taking credit for this song
0: (laughs) Sticky Sticks is not dying in this ambulance today Right Now, speaking of Paul Stanley I kept meaning to bring this up like weeks ago But for whatever reason, I never did When I was on Facebook I kept seeing these ads And it was just so fucking funny It was for Paul Stanley's Soul Station (laughs) And it's like Paul Stanley doing Motown. Okay. Yeah. Here, let me, let me, let's, let's play. are gonna get easier child wow. things to get brighter child things gonna get easier child things to get brighter let we'll get we'll get a... so let, let me read off some of the, the... Like, I, I, I can't believe the audacity he had. And then I gotta send you a picture of this cover because this this is just mind blowing. When you see this, you're gonna laugh. I gotta see that cover. Life. But like you know, so, ooh baby baby. Could it be I'm falling in love? Um just my imagination. Oh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: hmm.
0: <laughs> the tracks of my tears. Lala means I love you, baby. I need your loving. Baby. Uh, yeah, let me see if I can pull up a picture of uh, this cover and send it to you.
1: You just share me on the on the
0: thing. Oh, here we go. Oh, this is. And the photos here. I'm, I'm just gonna text it to you. Because I mean, when you because it it's it's that fucking good. Like when you see this, you're just gonna be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe." It. <clears throat> there. Gonna... You should get that any second.
1: I'm still waiting.
2: Okay. Okay.
1: Who? <laughs> Who are all these people?
0: The, that's the band Soul Station.
1: Oh, he's had some work.
0: Oh, I mean,
1: I mean like big time. He doesn't even look like Paul Stanley.
0: Anymore. No, it's brutal.
1: I can see Paul Stanley wearing something like that. Yeah, I like the okay. gray in there. I think but, that looks kind of cool. But, but you I can mean, tell like, he's he's had How can he be singing these songs?
0: I, I don't know. That's the other side of it. Is like, like who who told him this was a good idea? Gene Simmons. <laughs>
1: I mean it's karaoke, ish you know.
0: Uh, I I mean, yeah.
1: <laughs> it's, it's probably a little better in karaoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> like as a fan, I felt bad. I honestly did. I was like, "Oh. You know, and it, like I, I just like you're right. Like I mean, I'm sure Gene's like you should do that, Paul. That sounds amazing. I'll produce it. I'll produce it. Yeah. Like.
1: Okay, so put it that way, right? Right. So, what audience is the new Kiss biopic targeting?
0: I mean, seriously. No, you're 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 bringing up a valid point. It's, it's got to be people. Like, between 40 and 60? Yeah. Maybe older than that. Between 40 and 70?
1: No, I'd say between...
0: 45 and 70? Yeah,
1: 45 to 50.
0: Like, I I, I feel like... I feel like Kiss is like a Gen X type band like, yeah. that you grew up with, you know? Right. Like, I think people might... Like, I mean, you know, I'm 48. So, like, I grew up with Kiss. Like, I was part of my childhood. Like, I remember when they took off the makeup.
2: Yeah.
0: You know, um... I mean, for whatever reason, I mean, I, I'm sure part of it has to do with just what the music your mom listened to and your dad listened to. But, like, I was more in tune with rock and roll. So, like, I was familiar with Kiss to begin with. Now, my dad was like, yeah, that band's a fucking joke. <laughs> <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah, Kiss, yeah, there's a couple of good songs, but mostly they're a fucking joke. You know, they're appearing right. on a Paul Lynn variety hour, for Christ's sake. You know, it was shit like that. Like that, that. So that was, like, my opinion of the Kiss. Until I got older, and I was like, you know, "Maybe Big Chuck isn't always right," you know. But yeah. you know, so it's like one of those deals where, like, but at least I, I knew who they were. I you know, I knew the makeup and shit. So when he took the makeup off, like I remember it being a huge deal.
1: Yeah, I, I remember that. I remember it yeah. being a huge deal.
0: But uh, so like I feel like people like my age. Slightly younger would like you know, but like I, I just can't imagine like. like I mean the thing the thing that makes the dirt great is the fact that it was the dirt, like, Right it was it was Motley Crue dishing the dirt on themselves, right? So, you know, and that's what you wanted. Got shit going on behind me here. Hold on. Sorry about that. Dritz is going going nuts. Okay. But uh, that was the thing: it was the dirt was the dirt, you know. Yeah. And I don't see the dirt being dished in this movie, unless it's about Ace Frehley and Peter Chris. Right,
1: or, right,
0: right. You know. So I, I, I think it's a good idea and a bad idea At the same time Because I, I think there would be an audience for it But unfortunately the movie you're going to get <clears throat> Isn't the movie you want
1: Right It's not going to be the good stuff I, I,
0: I would almost want a movie Like a, a separate movie from the perspective of Ace Frehley and Peter Chris. <laughs> yeah, yeah, dude You know Yeah, for sure Like dueling movies <laughs> right, but speaking of biopics, apparently um, Disney is going forward with a, a biopic of Jim Henson for Disney Plus.
1: Really? That that that'd be interesting.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's something you'd be keen on.
1: Oh yeah, I think it actually needs to be done. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it needs to be good.
0: Right. No, I agree. I definitely agree with that. Like, I, I don't... Like,
1: I... I mean, that's a fucking tearjerker just thinking
0: about it. Right.
1: What if Kermit the Frog does the opening?
0: Oh. oh. That'd be true.
1: <laughs> Let me tell you a story about my friend, Jim.
0: Yeah. Oh. You know what I, I mean? I'd be, oh, tears right then and there. I'd be dying. <laughs> I know, dude. I'd be fucking done. <laughs> I'm going to the bar. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but i But what I think... Hold on. Fucking making me nervous. What's going on over there? Well, with the out, he kind of got lost, and the soka started fucking with him, and he started spinning in a circle, and I just gotta get him back up on the bed where he's safe. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So he gets he gets confused sometimes. I mean, I had the gate open so Sabine could come in and out, but I had to close that because he could go wandering. Don't want that.
1: Yeah. Let's take a pause. Sure. Get your shit together. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm, I'm kidding. What the
0: fuck is wrong with you?
1: <laughs> Get your family right.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Get them off the drugs. I'm gonna go take a piss. When I come back, right. your shit better be straight. This is professional. Yeah, your shit fuck. better. <laughs>
1: this is fucking, you got to get shit right. Yeah.
0: This is right, for I'll be right back. motherfucker. <laughs> All right.
1: All right, hold on. All
0: right. I <laughs> felt so bad for the old man. Talk him in. I looked over at him. He's laying on the bed. And he's got this look on his face of like, I wish I was a young man. Like you just see it in like his his face, like he was like oh, I hate this shit. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So I had to go over <clears> and give <throat> him some love and kiss him on the head. Yeah. Yeah. And then he bit me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I'm bleeding out. Yeah. Did he really bite you. Yeah, he gave me like a little you know. Yeah. I gotta put his mouth around my finger and like didn't chomp it, but like, you know, I'm still capable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I always say, like, Ahsoka fucks with them. Like, she, cause she knows he's blind. Yeah. You know, and it's one of those things where, like, she fucks with them cause she knows she can get away with it. But, like, every once in a great while, he still connects. Like, he'll, he'll swing That's that rough. paw and she won't get out of the way. And he'll, he'll whack her in the head, and she's like, fuck, I remember why. I remember why. <laughs> like, he still has that right hook, you know. What's Sabine doing? Sabine is still, like, confused by him. Like, I, I'm waiting. Like, she she will swing at him, and she hasn't been hit yet. But I'm waiting for him to connect, you know. Because she's quick. She's much quicker than Ahsoka. Uh-huh. And, is she? Oh, Yeah. And, um, like, I'm just waiting for that day that, like, Driss gets that lucky shot and, like, just knocks her, like, senseless.
1: He still has a little strength in him,
0: huh? Oh, yeah. I mean, he's, 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 he's thin, he's frail, but that right hook he's got, he can still he can still land the punch. Nice. You know. And Ahsoka's, I've seen her take one. Like she was messing with him, and he 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 connected, like got her right in the t- in the side of the head, like 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 a like a Tyson shot, like he just <laughs> see, like, like her head just kind of like snapped sideways, and she was just like, "Fuck," I kind of forgot. Nice. Okay, <laughs> you know.
2: <laughs>
0: yeah. anyway, 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 back back to the uh. The Henson biopic. Yeah. So like, I guess I include mean, this is a completely different type of biopic from what we were just talking about. Where like, there's no dirt, <laughs> you know? <laughs> right, right. <laughs> At least I hope not. I, I mean, it would be phenomenal if somebody came on and said, "Yeah, Jim likes shrooms. What do you think he <laughs> yeah. brought up all this shit?" Right, right, right. You know. The dude loved the shrooms. I'm like, okay, that makes sense. (laughs) (laughs) You know. But um like I, I don't I don't think there's any dirt to like come out, but like at the same time, like the genius of Jim Henson. Like that would be interesting to explore. Right. And along with that comes like like Frank Oz. Like I don't think you can do a biopic about Henson without including Frank Oz.
1: Yeah, you have to have that.
0: Yeah. Fucking Oz. Carol Shelley.
1: Right.
0: It'd be important in that too.
1: Yeah, the beginnings of.
0: Yeah. Like with. I think it'd be really good. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, I think so too. Like, I, I mean, I think it would be interesting, like, to chronicle his life and like the how did his mind work, right? To come up with the ideas that he came up with. Because I mean, let's face facts, like. His kids haven't done it. Right. They've kind of, you know, they've taken what's already been the established product for the most part and just kind of run with that. Right. But at the same time, like, I mean, I can't even say that because, I mean, even like the, the Dark Crystal TV series was just like, I mean, that's based upon what Jim had already written. Right, right. You know, it's like, it's funny, like, I mean I guess Mirror Mask is probably the closest thing you could say they've ever done out, let's say, Outside of a, a gym creation Well, I think he wrote that too, didn't he? I don't
1: know I think know. that was part of him as well
0: I would have to look Yeah But like, it's just, it's funny, like Well, no, you, you know, I, I will give Farscape was yeah. uh, v- one a of a really good TV show, like a really good science fiction TV show, but also like you know outside of like something Jim did. Right, right. I mean that's just the genius of Jim Henson overall. Like right. To think that you could take Muppets and do the things that he did with them.
1: Right. Well, I think that's also the the um sad part of it too is what we what we didn't see. Right. Like what was left in him that he would have created. Yeah, you know what I, mean? I yeah. mean. from from an artistic standpoint. Yeah, like what else would he have come up with?
0: Yeah,
1: you know he wouldn't have done seven hundred Muppet shows. No, I mean Sesame Street and the Muppet shows kind of paved the way for what he really wanted to do.
0: You know what I mean? I mean, you look at you know the Dark Crystal. You look at Labyrinth Yeah I mean it's clear that he wanted to go Like he wanted to take The art of puppetry And push right. it into other directions Right And you gotta wonder like You know what else was in that mind That We could have had
1: Right and
0: We'll never know Yeah
1: It's just a you know The death of a genius
0: in Yeah a sense. Yeah. It's sad. But I mean even even the concept of Sesame Street is like brilliant. Like short form storytelling. You know, this is the attention span of a of a, of a three year old. We're only gonna give him a three or four minute segment. Right. You know, and he will be entertained, he will learn something, and we'll move on. Right. Like that's the brilliant like that's the brilliance of Henson.
1: Especially, and you look at old Sesame Street and, and you look how not only was it good for him, but it was, it was, you know, educational at the same point and just filled with a bunch of love. You yeah. know what I mean? Like it wasn't, there was no negativity. Yeah. You know? All the kids were treated equally. You know? It, just you know, you're always it's you're always safe at Sesame Street.
0: Yeah. <laughs> I mean, like stupid, that's kind of like, a cool, cool Like, like, but there's shit that still like sticks with me. Like, I mean, you know, but like there's like you know one two three four five six seven eight nine ten eleven twelve. 10 yeah. 11 like, that's 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 in my head forever. Yeah, but look how artistic that was at the same. time. Oh point. yeah, exactly. I mean, it was really you cool looking I mean? too, but. But it was, like, a, a three-minute segment of, like, it taught me to, talk, to count to 12, you know, like, really quickly. And, um, but, like, you know, like you said, like, you know, like, all the stuff, like, you know, Grover and Cookie Monster and the Count and, like, all that stuff is just, like, brilliant. You know? Smart, right? Yeah. Big Bird had an imaginary friend, or was he imaginary? We'll never know. It's a nephalophagus,
1: you know? Yeah, but it was, but it was, but it also lets you know that it was cool to have an imaginary friend. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Like, when, if you were lonely or feeling bummed out or da-da-da, you had your imaginary friend. I mean, like, there's a lot of things, there's a lot of stuff behind his stuff that I, I think is really cool. Yeah. You know what I mean?
0: Yeah
1: I just couldn't get into the Elmo character
0: No, like, I mean, I mean, and clearly that was after He had He had passed away By the time Elmo came around Yeah But, I mean I, I, you know For all intents and purposes, I think Jim would have Endorsed that character, though I think that the character did a lot of good sure.
1: yeah, I think it did, too And I, and I think that, but it, it taught you it also taught you it, it's cool to be different. Yeah, you know what I mean, and to learn how to say I'm sorry. And yeah. I mean, there was a lot of things. There was a lot of a lot of in depth stuff that he was going into with children. <clears throat> that is really it's quite remarkable. Yeah, that psychologists have been trying to do for years.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. Yeah,
1: and he he's done it in a you know, in short episodes, yeah, on Sesame Street. You know, I, I think Henson's just as just as important as Mister Rogers in that sense. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: Oh, oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, I, I think the, the the two go hand in hand in many ways. I I think Fred was for a little bit more of an older child because he didn't do the the short segments like Henson did. It was like a long, you know, it was a full half hour storytelling. It took you to the land of make believe. Right right you know we're going to learn about Sharing today I'm going to talk to you about My fish and sharing with my fish and then we're Going to go on the trolley to land the make Believe where King Friday is going to tell us why we have To share right right, right. You know and Lady Elaine's going to scare the Shit out of you uh-huh. <laughs> You know uh-huh. But that, 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 you know That was what would happen you know King Friday would decree something And he'd go around and talk to Henry at a Pussycat and yow and Daniel Striped
1: yeah. the Tiger. Yeah. You know. I can't what remember the though? owl's
0: fucking name. The owl's the only one I don't remember. I mean, there was, there was the King Friday. I can't remember what the queen's name, or the prince's name was. I can't remember the owl's name. But then there was Henrietta Pussycat, Daniel Striped the Tiger, and Lady Elaine. I think Queen Monday... And Prince yeah. Tuesday or something. Prince Saturday. I can't remember. But, like, I mean, I, I, mean, they were they were named after the days of the week. But, like, the, the owl is, like, the one, that like, there was the was, Henry and the Pussycat lived in the tree next to the owl. Like, I can't remember the owl's fucking name. I don't know if he had one. I'm going to text.
1: <laughs> what here?
0: You You're text an expert. Yeah. Oh my! A fucking ow! That'll drive me nuts. <laughs> yeah.
1: But um, I I just I also like the fact that like he created a lot of monsters. You know what I mean? Yeah, and they were like, "Cool." Yeah, <laughs> you know, know Grove, like Grover
0: was monster.
1: Yeah, so it was Cookie.
0: Yeah,
1: Oscar the Grouch. Yeah, I mean, I'm telling you, you know, it's not scary as a kid, but you know, I fucking walk out to my trash can right now and I thought saw that thing coming out, I'd be, <laughs> yeah, I think I'd pass passed out. But I mean, like, <laughs> but he's he created these monsters like Telly and whatever his name is. They created all these monsters that were actually, like, cool. Yeah. You know? it kind of soothed things for for a lot of children, I think. Oh, yeah. I think it was a very important show to a lot of people. Yeah. You know? I think it really was. Elmo became a huge part of that. I just never really liked Elmo. But, I mean, fucking
0: Elmo had shit on potty training
1: and fucking,
0: you know. Years. Like, there was about a a 10 to 15-year span where it was, like, all Elmo, all the time, mm-hmm. you know, like to the point like they like spun him off into his own shit, like Elmo's playhouse yeah. or whatever that was.
1: Yeah, it just got kind of got to be too much. <clears throat> yeah, I just want to see Snuffy. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, I guess I'm old old school like that, but I you know, I wanted to see the older characters.
0: Right, but at the same time also like I mean like you watch the Muppet show and you watch like the Muppet movies. Mm-hmm. And he was like he was smart enough to make that for kids. But there were enough adult jokes in there that adults were watching as well. Right. You know, and like like the thing I'll never forget like in the first Muppet movie like when Like Steve Martin, with, you know, he's like, "Oh, it's a twist-off cap. Would you like to smell the cap?" like, "Oh, yes, yes, please." You know, like you know, shit like (laughs) that. That was like so fucking funny. Like, as you know, as a ten-year-old, I'm like, you know, I I don't fucking know what's going on, but it's my parents are laughing. You know, like there, there were enough jokes. Like he, he he knew how to write for children. Like he was like the first guy who knew how to write for children, but get the adult <laughs> jokes in. Cause he had a sense of humor. Like he 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 I mean he was doing like him and, and fucking um I just said his name. Frank Oz. Frank Oz. Like they were doing like dirty Muppet shows on Saturday Night Live back in the day. Yeah. You know, like so I mean it wasn't like he was like like this like like people to think like it like, is buttoned up like 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 Fred Rogers like he wasn't just buttoned up yeah like no <clears throat> he 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 had like this tremendously se- dirty sense of humor that I could appreciate and like and he found ways to like incorporate like not raunch but still like I mean no there were plenty of Pepe the, the prawn jokes that you go you kind of make you look like look at your look at like. I hope you didn't get that.
1: Yeah, but that wasn't
0: Hansen. No, that wasn't, but still. but I mean, yeah. that, that, That's where it carried on to.
1: No, that's where it carried on to. Yeah. I mean, you remember from Muppets from Space. Yeah. When Rizzo was under the sheet. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I'm both Lisa and I looked at each other like, whoa, whoa. Yeah. What is happening? Yeah. And then it ended real quick, you know what I mean? Yeah. But I think you know. I think that's definitely something Henson would have been like, yeah. You
0: know. yeah, I'd
1: have probably done that. <laughs>
0: you know <what> I mean? <laughs> well, like when they were do when they did that ABC show a few years back, mm-hmm. which is actually pretty good. It's actually really good, and like yeah. the level of humor was like, I could see Jim saying like, because it was adult humor. Like that, that wasn't a show that was meant for kids Right It was an adult show like, It wasn't raunchy But it had some adult humor in there Right And I, I, I feel like I could see Jim saying "Like, I got no problem with this This is good Right you know? it, Yeah
1: it's good. So Oh The owl's name was X X the owl
0: XDL
1: For 10 Yeah Yeah. Yeah. XDL At least it just only Yeah I can't take credit for that
0: Right Yeah Unbelievable I can't believe I could not remember that
1: Yeah Yeah, Yeah. What a cool name Yeah (laughs) Yeah. I never liked Mr. Rogers though So I I always
0: I always loved Back in the day Um when it was uh, Scott Paulson and Jimmy Cren on the mm. DVE morning show, lo- local radio station, local DJs, and they would do Henrietta Pussycat like calling into the show. Yeah. And it would be like, and, and it was, they would just do, meow, 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 meow. meow. Like, oh, we don't know what you were doing last night, Henrietta. No. Oh, you're ruining my childhood. Like, it was like, sh- like, like they were making like Henrietta Pussycat out to be like like this complete whore, <laughs> you know. Mm, yeah. Like doing all these horribly raunchy things. They're like, oh, don't please don't stop calling into the show, Henrietta. We can't we, we can't put this on the air. <laughs> you know, meow, 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 meow. You know, yeah, like, oh, <laughs> you know?
1: Lady Lady Elaine. Lady Elaine,
0: yeah. That's the bane of your existence.
1: Big schnoz. I couldn't get over that. I I think that's still why I'm scared of fucking human puppets. You know what I'm saying? Like, human-looking puppets today. I just can't escape that uh, terror.
0: Yeah, Lady Uh Elaine was a... I mean, you know, the... uh... The royal family wasn't all that inviting looking either.
1: No, but not as bad as Lady
0: Elaine. No, not as bad as Lady That, that schnoz on Lady Elaine, that was the killer. Yeah. Yeah.
1: What was behind her all the time? Like a carousel or... Yeah, I think so. Something weird. Yeah.
0: Something, something around. I think it was a carousel.
1: Yeah, yeah I couldn't... Uh... Yeah. I don't know where that person came from.
0: <laughs> yeah
1: first time he tried pot i don't know
0: <laughs> it's probably you know some old babushka mama from you know the 1940s when maybe singer. Yeah. <laughs> yeah
1: i don't know where that came from That was... yeah i'm serious i
0: just i know i know i know i, mean,
1: I, I think i think fred rogers was actually a good man You know what I mean? I I do. And I I think that... I think he honestly cared about Pittsburgh, and I think he honestly cared about the children in Pittsburgh.
0: Yeah.
1: Do you know what I mean? Like, he wasn't a creeper, wasn't anything like that. He was just... I think he was a good soul, you know? Yeah. And he deserves the accolades that he gets. I just could not get into the show. That's all.
0: Like, I wasn't a big fan of it either. Because of like the electric company and the Sesame Street and even like later on um the great space coaster oh yeah you know? oh. <laughs> like to me like it as weird as it sounds like like I had a hard time with Fred because of like I hate to say it I felt like he was talking down to me I know he wasn't. Right, but that's how it felt like with that. So now everybody, let's go feed the fish. And it's like, like, oh man, Fred. Yeah. So like, Fred wasn't my thing, but like, I watched it enough, and like, I and later on in life, I can appreciate what he he did as an innovator of <laughs> children's programming. Right, right. Like, I'll take Fred Rogers over Captain Kangaroo. <laughs> you know. I know in some parts of this country, it's probably sacrilege, but, you know, I stand by that statement, (laughs) you know, Mm -hmm. but like, I, I just like, I think the, the shame of it is like Fred was around a little bit earlier than Sesame street was, but Sesame street, by the time I started watching that type of stuff, like it, it more or less captured my imagination more. Sure. And so did the electric company, and then like a couple years later, as I grew older, the Great Space Coaster. <laughs> you know, you know, hearing the, Gnu, the news of Gary Ganoo was like the shit. You know.
1: <laughs> right, right.
0: So like I mean, but that was my thing. So like, I don't want to say Fred was lost on me, but he was kind of lost on me.
1: Yeah. And it must must seem like Fred was appealing to a younger audience. Yeah. Like three, four-year-olds.
0: I just somehow missed it. Like, like there was, like, a point where, like, I missed Fred. Right, right. You know?
2: Hmm.
0: Yeah. Anyway. Like, I went from Sesame Street to, like, you know, 1966 Spider-Man. You know, yeah, right. You know, I mean yeah. that was like where I went.
1: Yeah. And like um fucking Rocky and Bullwinkle in the morning and Yeah. Speed Racer and
0: you Yeah. Know, Star Blazers and shit like that. Yeah. yeah. Like that yeah, like it, it, it was like that that moment that that Fred should have filled, I jumped dramatically. Mm. You know, from like that type of programming too. So like you <laughs> said like, like Rocky and Bullwinkle and shit like that, yeah.
1: Yeah, yeah. I always viewed Rocky and Bullwinkle as the <clears throat> waking up mode of my morning. <laughs> you oh, get yeah. a bowl of cereal or you get toast or whatever and you sit and watch Rocky and Bullwinkle. Yeah. Before school. You know what I mean? Cause oh, that's yeah. when it played. It played at like like fucking five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Don't you remember remember that? Oh yeah. It's like Rocky and Bullwinkle, Speed Racer, all that shit played like really 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 early.
0: Yeah, I think it started like six in the morning. Yeah. Or or if it was a special occasion, like you'd watch like the at least I would like I would watch those like nature shows from Disney on HBO. <laughs> it, it, with it would Lauren be, hmm? <laughs> with Lauren and Green. No, no, it would it would be like Like narrated by somebody, I don't know who, but it would be like yeah. Again. But, but it would be like, you know, rascal the crazy little squirrel. And then like, like 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 this like nature photographer with like like with like these squirrel and then tell a story about the squirrel somehow with the footage. Uh, Oh shit, man! I don't remember that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was like ridiculous. You know, like I get up I at, like six in the morning for that shit.
1: I remember the Lauren Green. Yeah. Disney shit that he did.
0: Yeah, so do I.
1: About cheetahs and lions and hippos. Yeah, like, and...
0: Like, it was like it was like Mutual of Omaha shit, but with like a Disney twist. Yes. Yeah,
1: yeah. Call the Wild or some shit yeah. like that. It's Something weird like that.
0: Yeah, with like you know, Lauren Green, like, you know fucking uh the captain of the Galactica telling me all about. It. That's the only reason I tuned that, I thought the guy was a cat like like Lauren Green for me will forever be Commander of from right. Star Galactica. Like like I was like, what the fuck is gun smoke? You know? <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah. This old man was from Battlestar Galactica. You know, my dad right. said, you know Lauren Green was in a show for many, many uh, Fuck fuck your cowboy shit. <laughs> so
1: Well, yeah. you know, think about it though, you know, Battlestar back then was our kind of first, you know one of our first tastes of science fiction on oh, TV. Yeah.
0: Yeah, because I mean, that, I mean that came out in '78, the year yeah. after Star Wars, to capitalize right. on Star Wars mania. And like, I remember like one episode, they had Buster Crab on. Yeah, like it's like this old, you know, Viper pilot, mm. and uh, my dad's like all excited, like Buster Crab. I'm like. Who the fuck is Buster Crab? He's like, <laughs> the original Flash Gordon. I'm like, from when? So he goes and he shows me, like, you know, like on PBS, they're showing like these old Flash Gordons. I'm like, get this shit away from me. I can see the <laughs> fucking string. <laughs> this is ridiculous. What are you showing me? Like, I, I, no appreciation. And his for the cock. Kid. I'm, scared, I'm yeah. scared. <laughs> yeah. I see why they call him Buster. Yeah. What's going you know, on here? Yeah. Yeah, you know, the, the original like Flash Gordon's and Buck Rogers from like the 1950s, you know, that my dad grew up on where he like because after Star Wars and like in Bowser Glass, like, oh, you're gonna love this stuff. I'm yeah, watching it yeah. going, what the fuck is this shit, old man? Get this <laughs> right. away from me.
1: Yeah. That's, you know. That's exactly what my kids say to me now.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: <laughs>
0: yeah. I don't know how like Star Wars still holds up. I'm not quite sure how that works.
1: <laughs> <But> like, <laughs> like, yeah, like I, I could,
0: I could see them. Like, if you're showing them Battle Beyond the Stars, I can see them going. Oh. oh. <laughs> <laughs> John pulling his mole.
1: Oh. Uh, great chair though.
0: Yeah,
1: I fucking love that thing. I love that fucking movie. Oh, I, I did.
0: It's like I think it's one and of those movies. his
1: name? Fucking, what was his name?
0: Well, um, George Pappard.
1: Yeah. No. 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 He was. He was the pilot. He was in. The, he was in a spaceship. Uh,
0: Oh, oh, um, not the the
1: Valkyrie,
0: the guy from man from uncle. Yeah,
1: Um, looking like he had to take a deuce the entire time.
0: Yeah,
1: like remember (laughs) his stoic face the whole time. What was his name, George C. Scott? No, no,
0: no, Robert Vaughn.
1: Yeah, yeah. Oh,
0: shit. Yeah, the, the great Robert Vaughn lowered to, like, being in this, this turd. <laughs> I don't know. I loved it. Oh, yeah. Well, you... That was the movie, and it's funny, like, how shit works. So, I watched Battle Beyond the Stars, and I love okay. that movie. I love that movie. You know, as a kid, I was like, man, shit doesn't get any better than this. And my dad, like, at the time I'm like 12 or something. He's like, you really like that Battle Beyond the Stars? I'm like, yeah, it's a great movie. He's like, let me show you what that's based on. <laughs> yeah. And he shows me um, The Magnificent Seven. All right. And I'm like... It's a fucking cowboy movie. What the fuck? The Magnificent Seven is an amazing movie. Yeah. Amazing. Like and it, like I'm like, okay, yeah, I because Battle Beyond, this is based on Battle Beyond. The stars like, no, it's the other way around. I'm like, okay, what, what however I get the, the story the story translates. So right. fine. So I, I like the Magnificent Seven. I like a cowboy movie. Way to go, Dad. Yeah. A Couple of years later. Hell I'm watching yeah. it, I'm watching the Magnificent Seven. My dad's like, you really like the and Seven? I'm like, yeah, it's a really good movie. I'm glad you turned me on to it. I'm glad, I'm glad I, I sat through it and, and figured out that I like it. He's like, let me show you what that's based off of. I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? This, this is based off of. You said, <laughs> you, 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 said, Battle Beyond the Stars was based upon this. You now you're telling me this is based on something else? And he's like, yeah. Sit down and shut the fuck up. And he makes me sit down and watch The Seven Samurai. Oh yeah. Subtitled.
2: Okay, no yeah, dub. Okay
0: subtitled yeah. and I mean and that begins my fascination with Akira Kurosawa okay. so it's funny how you go like you go backwards so because I love the battle beyond the stars I fell in love with the Magnificent Seven because I fell in love right. with the Magnificent Seven I fell in love with the Seven Samurai
2: right
0: and because I fell in love with the Seven Samurai I watched a ton of Akira Kurosawa movies and fell in love with it, like, one of the first directors, I was probably like, okay. I, 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 I the, He was he was probably one of the first directors I, I fell in love with directors for. Like, I watched okay. Seven Samurai and had to watch other movies that he directed. Right, right. You know, and I was also, for the first time in my life, watching, like, movies made in Japan that did not involve Godzilla. Right <laughs> you know like I, yeah, yeah I thought that's all I thought came out of Japan was movies about Godzilla <laughs> you know I had no clue that they made other movies over there <laughs> right you know? like I'm watching Seven Samurai I'm like so when does uh when, when does Godzilla show up he's like shut the fuck up <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah back yeah. me in my head so <laughs> yeah so that's how shit works in this like at least for Sean. Like right. you know, I like I, because I like this. I like this because I like this. I like this, and this led down a whole another path.
1: You know, right? Wormhole.
0: Yeah,
1: yeah. series of
0: separation. Yeah, yeah. Let's <clears throat> uh... oh, mailbag. All right. old mailbag. All right. And as always, we, throw, we start with a good friend, Superfan Thad. Thad, I right, see so one of my two favorite hosts who have video game characters named after them. <laughs> okay. Sean Dig Dug Coon and Ian <laughs> Kong Bundy. Oh, wow. King Kong Bundy was a wrestler, you Dumb bastard. <laughs> dumb bastard. <laughs> Already, wow! Yeah, you stupid motherfucker. <laughs> um, seriously, snow on Wednesday morning. When I stood on my porch in my underwear like I always do, my dog looked at me and said, "What the fuck?" <laughs> then he humped my leg. I humped his Mom. back, and we no yuck. Yeah, um old mother nature there uh just giving us one last kidney punch of snow before uh before we get oh, into yeah, the did. weather. Yeah. Yeah. I That's love great. shit like that. Like I, I cuz like people like flip the fuck out like like don't get me wrong. We had, like two weeks of like weather in like the 60s and 70s and I get it like you're like, you know, spring is here. Warmer weather." It's still fucking April, people. You know, <laughs> I've seen us get two feet of snow in April. Right. You know, so no, you're like, right. You're right. You know, so the, the, all these motherfuckers were like just flipping out like it's snowing. It's snow. Like, it's fucking April. What were you expecting?
2: Right. Right.
0: You know. I'm pissed I had to mow my lawn in April. <laughs> right. You know. That's where right. I'm at <laughs> I'm angry That I had to break out the Sun Joe mm. You know Ugh. It's all like, like, like my Facebook Feed was nothing but like How can this be Happening in April It's snow what the fuck And I'm like yeah Who cares Like, it happens every year. Yeah. You know. Temperatures drop down in the 30s regularly in April. I am not shocked. (laughs) Hey, Ian. Did those retro couches have retro semen stuck to it? (laughs) Yeah.
1: No, I don't think so.
0: Yeah. I I think think they're
1: searching for quarters,
0: there. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs> Bird bath And a wishing well How old is Nancy 90 <laughs> <laughs> You know Don't get me started You know what was funny was So Like We're recording on Sunday so it's going to be pretty easy for me to remember What we talked about but like last we recorded on Friday and I'm posting on Sunday and like I kind of forgot what we talked about a little bit so yeah cuz we didn't cover anything I had like done research <laughs> like it was like one of those episodes where we just went off which is yeah. great but so I'm listening to the episode before I post it and I'm sitting here in the bedroom and Nancy comes upstairs and she heard, hears me talking about me motherfucking her in the wishing well nice and which i don't (laughs) care i mean you know i'm putting on a public record like you know she can hear it she knows my thoughts anyway but then she's like she stops and she's like what the fuck did Ian say about me like like (laughs) like think like like you were talking shit to her and i'm like uh i don't recall she's like well rewind that so I rewound it and you were like Well maybe she should mow the fucking lawn And she's like okay I can't argue with that he's right <laughs> She's like I won't But he's right
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> It's funny Yeah cause it was like I don't know she wants, to, she wants to have this living space Back there this place where she can be And enjoy herself and you're like well, Why <laughs> doesn't she mow the fucking lawn <laughs> She's like yeah he's right I won't but he's right <laughs> okay. I wasn't
1: trying to be that much of a
0: dick. No, but it was saying. like funny because she was like, "Is he motherfucking me?" I'm like, "I don't think so." No, let me let me rewind here. Yeah. 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 But it was uh, that was funny, like, you know. Yeah. Like she came in the room and sat down on the bed. and was like, "Yeah, you rewind that shit for me right now." Like, <laughs> well, um, there's a horse head in my bed. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that continues. Um, I have some ideas for you on the wishing well. I can hide in there naked. Oh, it's like it's like two feet tall. I don't think you're gonna fit in there. Mm-hmm. You can also put Pennywise the clown face in the bottom, so when you look in, you see his face. I bet Ian likes that one. Well, I don't like that one, and I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to do it. Kiss my ass. Alright. I love the Wonder Twins. If I had their powers, I would form in a dependency diaper for Marion Ross. Well, (laughs) you stupid... Bastard! That's not how their powers work. One's in the form of, and one's in the shape of. You can't form a diaper. You can't be in the shape of a diaper. There you go. There you go. A
1: little
0: edification. Yeah, I'm. I'm sure Thad will find some sort of obscure Wonder Twin rule or. Some porno version of the Wonder Twins where they they did something or like in the shape of a condom. <laughs> you know, prove me wrong. That continues. Damn, all this pizza talk made me hungry. My favorite is the old Vinnie pie. You should try this place in Monroeville. It's called Big Sausage Pizzas. Big <laughs> sausage is huge and tasty on their pizza. You should also check out their pizza on their website. Damn. Just just whacked his head. Um I'm not familiar with, with, with <laughs> place, so and I'm afraid to look it up. Um, I love KDK news I was watching the news the other day And they were talking about If the two edge rushers from Penn State Slip to the second or third round It would be a steal for the Steelers Then again They said we could pick up One of the two from Pitt After the seventh round well, I'll disagree with that. I know there's a lot of picks from Penn State they're talking about. We're gonna high high round talent. Um, Pitt also has some high round talent as well. And I'll just leave it at that. There you go. And I'm not quite sure who at KDK is a qualified uh, draft expert. I don't believe they have one. <laughs> It's time for America's new, new, new favorite segment. What will old lady Nancy buy this week for Sean to put together? Or, I mean, (laughs) what is Tim's wiener up to? Tim took his wiener to Chuck E. Cheese. Tim's wiener was excited. It was in the balls. It was in the balls out of the balls and back in. Have you ever seen a wiener stick out of the balls But what the fuck That makes no fucking sense No it doesn't. I'm just going to skip over all of this Um. Okay time to go Platypus and I are going to dress up I will play Sub-Zero and she will be Scorpion She is going to peg me Well All I can say is Get over here Next up We have our good friend The Otter Ah. Better known as Superfan Tim Tim writes in Hey Pittsburgh nerds long, Long time no talk But all this food talk Is making me hungry though Gonna have to change the show To the Pittsburgh Nosh podcast Nice Ah, uh, Nigros was the best. We used to trip all the way out there when I was a kid for Italian food. Like always, you guys started trying to think of the name of it, and here I am up on Grandview Boulevard yelling, Nigros! It's Nigros, damn it. Not the best idea. <sighs> Otter continues. Anyway, like I texted earlier this week, Nigro's has a pizza tree like the Parcells coaching tree in the NFL. Never had the place out a Glassport. Ian was talking about, but the Niagara family must have moved their way, moved their way east of Route 30. So the matriarch from Niagara's, Jenny, I think her son was Mike, and opened Mr. Mike's Pizza. Out on Route 30 in Irwin Okay Um, He sold the business like 10 years ago But the recipes are similar I hear it's on the left side of the road If you guys drove out to Fireside this weekend Like you were talking about No we didn't Mm. Uh, Then his kids Opened the place In Export Murraysville called Jenny's Their pizza is legit Really really good shit it's right on the West Warren County Heritage Trail. Cause everyone on the show loves a good bicycle ride. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> then I guess longtime Nigro's employees opened up Olive and Peppers in Trafford with a second location in Greensburg. Same shit. Learn from the masters and set out on their own. I may need it to start a flow chart. <laughs> I've heard of some <laughs> others but can't confirm. I don't just run to the presses with unsubstantiated claims. What am I, LeBron James? Nice. Oh wow. Um, I will say this much: I, I know this. This is what little I know. Supposedly, my 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 head coach when I played high school football, mm-hmm. um, his wife was from the the family that owned Nigros. okay and it was one of those things where i didn't know this and could care less about it under normal circumstances but my senior year we had a game in deer lakes which was like like a three-hour drive which we didn't normally have games that far out um and so this for this one game, they pulled us out of school early, like like at one o'clock. And we, we got we went down to the stadium, packed our gear, then we went from the stadium, we went to Nigro's for dinner. Yeah. Where we had they had like a, a buffet type of deal. Mm-hmm. And the only reason like I was told that we went to Nigro's is because my head coach, Don Elko, his wife was part of the fa- family that owned the restaurant, and they, like, cut us a deal for for dinner. Because, <laughs> like, stopping at Niagara is, like, an odd thing. I'm like, okay. Yeah. Apparently, it was, like, some kickback there to the family.
2: <clears throat>
0: and then from there, we went to Deer Lakes. So that was weird because that like we never did shit like that. Right. Like it was always like be at the stadium at five for a uh, you know, we got an hour drive to get to wherever it is we're going and play a game at seven. Right. So So that was unusual, but you know, also kind of cool because I'd never i never experienced something like that
2: <laughs>
0: but that was what I always understood was like he like he married into the family that owned nigros
1: mm-hmm. Niggers' pizza I can eat that all day
0: yeah mm-hmm. that was one of the problems like I, I for a little while I had a problem going to nigros because of that Mhm. Because I hated that motherfucker.
1: Well, I know you did.
0: Yeah. He was a total jag off. <laughs> yeah, I know. So it's like, we're going to, let's go to Niagara. So I'm like, man, do we have to? I really want to spend money there. <laughs> you know? Yeah, right. You know, I
1: tasted a, uh, this weekend, I tasted a, uh, um, Uh, pizza roll not pizza roll what's the word um, well yeah pizza roll like a steak roll but a pizza roll yeah Um, from Sinceres down on the strip
0: yeah
1: fucking beautiful
0: oh yeah
1: <laughs> yeah their rolls are probably I don't know 16 20 inches long the yeah. atomic rolls right yeah. this fucking big i mean literally <clears throat> and uh they sell them two for 15 for the for the atomics two for eight for the regulars yeah and you know i've been i've been going to the strip for a while for a long time and i always get if i'm gonna get it usually every time i go to the strip i get a pepperoni roll
0: yeah every
1: time yeah I usually get I usually get a Mancini's pepperoni roll. Yeah. Um, but I tasted this. This was a good fucking pepperoni roll.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, nice. for real. Yeah. So, I'm gonna have to keep that in mind when I go back down to go to serious oh, yeah. and get a pepperoni roll. It was yeah. amazing. But anyway, just wanted to throw that in.
0: So, otter continues. Yeah. Westmoreland County is getting sneaky good with the pizza joints. Ah. The ones I mentioned above, and they also have Aiello's as well. One of the Aiello brothers split from the Squirrel Hill place and opened a joint in Harrison City. Ah. It's a small town of... In the small town of Manor, a joint called a Slice of New York supposedly is one of those joints that sells out for the day, and you get, you got to order Early on. Hmm. Haven't tried yeah. that yet. That's nice. Okay. Um, well, rumor has that a little further out, 22 in Monroeville, from Big Rigs, is a joint called Holy Smokes Barbecue. I'm hearing uh-huh. very good things, especially about the cornbread casserole and the smoke-slash-fried wings. Initial reports are a little fresher and possibly better than Big Rigs. I'll report back, but as Big Rigs is the official barbecue of the Pittsburgh Nerd Podcast, I have serious doubts some Johnny-come-latelys can touch the king. (laughs) Long live the Rigs.
1: Long Mm, live the Rigs.
0: Yum. Yum. Got my mouth salivating, no oh, water. Got my mouth salivating. I know,
1: man. I'm ready for some big race.
0: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, anything you'd like, you to, like to add to the proceedings there, sir?
1: No, son. I'm good.
0: Well, I appreciate you skipping the Oscars for, uh, for the podcast.
1: No, no worries. <laughs> no
0: worries. I know. I know it's a big <laughs> ado uh, with the ladies yeah, they, in the
1: house. They're watching.
0: Yeah. yeah. Well, um, remember there are a number of different ways you can reach out and touch us. Right. Like I it said, it's an email. Like these fine folks have, and that email address is PittsburghNerd@yahoo.com. You can also find us on Facebook and Twitter. Just search Pittsburgh Nerd. And we are in a number of podcasting networks. You can find us on the Tangent Network, the Weeby Geeks Network, and the Pod Breed Network. Uh, just give them a Google search, you'll find all the other great podcasts they have to offer. And lastly, I always want to thank you, dear listener, for checking us out each and every week. I can't thank you enough for that. And uh, on that note, The Dreamer has awakened. Peace.